This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. You know what one of the problems with talking about politics is? There's better things to talk about. Don't we have better things to do? I don't know. In some ways not. When I think about this uh, little story I want to talk about today, so it's not a little story. Before I get into it, let me lay this up a little bit. I want to talk to you a second about just laws. And, you know, how exciting on a Friday afternoon. Let's do it, right? Let's get a big, big, deep philosophical discussion on it. I won't. I won't do that today. It's Friday. I feel good. I just came in. I'll digress for a minute. Can I? Let's just back off a second on the big, deep philosophical talk. Jesus. You don't have to be all business all the time. I just came in from outside. We had some rain come through. I think I told you. Oh, the 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 safer alerts. Powerful storm. Just give me the wind speeds. I'll I'll take the powerful part and dissect that myself. We did get some rain. It got a little sloppy out there, and my fire pit is, still looks like a pond, eh, which is fine. We didn't get any snow, so I'm not really complaining. Got the yard cleaned up, some branches cleaned up after the dogs. A bench blew over. There was a bag up against the fence. Who knows where that came from? Probably blew in from China. Got all that done. It was nice and sunny. Hey, did I could be outside on January 11th. You're listening on the 12th. It's the 11th here now. And uh, to have sunshine on my face January 11th, what a gift. A gift from God, indeed. <laughs> I, I was enjoying it. What can I tell you? I got that done, and I was feeling so good. I thought, you know, let me go see if I can get the new bow fired up. Did I tell you about the new bow? The new 55-pound proper left-handed recurve. Not proper. You see, now I'm adding this pre-qualifiers. I was shooting the wrong bow. Let's not talk about it. I got a left-handed bow because I'm left-handed. 55-pound recurve. Well, let me tell you, that thing rips some arrows out of that thing. And um, I got another dozen new arrows, so I'm all set. And actually, I have a guest set up with a 35-pound right hand with everything you need, arrows, the uh, proper gear. And I've got my bow. Anyway, I took a few shots, and I'm having trouble shooting it. This is hilarious, really. I kind of jumped into it thinking that it was just going to be easy-peasy, and I got to, you know, I got to sight it in, and ay ay ay, I was a little disappointed. I landed one in the fence, <laughs> arrow sticking halfway through the fence. I thought, I'm glad there's nobody on the other side, right? But I was enjoying myself out there, and it was good. Got myself cleaned up, came in, got a little fresh air, and what can I tell you, a little exercise outside. My workouts have been good. I feel good. What are you going to do? Uh, so it's hard to talk about some of these things, but when you look at what's going on, somebody's got to pay attention to it. Uh, we had lost so much control. I just sent my buddy an article here in Philadelphia. Some kind of nonprofit. It had a board. It was getting government funds somehow, contracting to this, to that. Bottom line, like $100 million embezzled by these board members. Really disturbing. That's just 
one section of Philadelphia. Remember the billion dollars that the, um, the mental health lady, mayor's wife in New York City? This was Obama, you know, giving handouts to the, to the, the, the activists, the community organizers. That's how I saw that. That was all political payback. It was pay me time. They got their checks. Unbelievable, really. My point is that somebody's got to pay attention, right? Um, but let me let me give you a little bit more background here a second. So Monday, and this is going to tie in. I'm not switching gears. Monday, I'll be making my debut on WWDB. Hopefully, I can speak a little better by then. <laughs> let me start over, shall we? <laughs> On Monday, I'll be making my opening debut on 8.60 a.m. WWDB, Philadelphia, 1600 hours, 4 p.m. The name of the show, Project Chaos. There's a website, projectchaos.org. As I say that, somehow it went accidentally live, which it is. I just left it up there. But it's not really ready. Uh, You can go look at it if you get to it before me, hopefully. We'll get some of the updates done here before you get to it, but let's just see how the hour has progressed between now and then. But I need to have it done really by about Friday. And the idea, one of the reasons I bring it up, I need support for it. I really, I think you're going to want to listen. Listening to veterans, of course, you're going to get me, but it's not, it's not going to be a monologue. I'm planning to do as many interviews as I can. I'll start with my brothers from Alpha Battery, God willing, every one of them on the radio. I would love to do it. It would be an honor. It's an honor for me to do that at all. If one of them comes on, it really is. I have a list of other uh, uh, veterans that I know that I'm interested in having on. If you know of any veterans, uh, send them my way. Info at ChristopherScottShow.com and go to ProjectChaos.org. I'm going to need you to start pushing that out. And encouraging people to listen and sign up. I know, I know. There's not a lot. The website's not done. The first show isn't available. Like, what, what is this? I'm just giving you a little heads up. By the time you uh, probably digest all this, hopefully the website will be caught up. There's a book. Oh, yeah, the book. If you haven't been uh, listening to the podcast, I have a new book, Victory Over Chaos, The Marines at uh, Battle at Kafchi. It's a great book, great feedback on the small focus group that I had. The only negative feedback was my son who said, make it longer, which I did. 6,000 words. Not a lot. It's not a long book. The cover design was thrown in the trash thanks to my brother Michael who said, I don't like it. Nobody's going to know what that means. My feelings were hurt because it was my favorite photo. But sometimes you got to be able to take this criticism. You know what? He was right. The cover is incredible. Okay. Radio show, book, new website. What does that have to do with anything we want to talk about today? <laughs> well, what is the role of our military? What is the obligation then of our veterans who all took an oath? And that's a big part of what I'm hoping to talk about on that radio show. Now, you know, the guests that come on, they may have different ideas. We may have some fun. You know, I, don't know, I can't say it's going to be serious all the time. I'm not saying that either. It's not going to be all war stories. I'm talking all veterans. I want to get the veteran perspective and specifically 
What does that oath mean to you today? What is our obligation as we've taken that oath? Part of this is uh, very strategic. There's a lot to this, the, the lessons. I'll have so much more to talk about. I really will. But let me just keep this moving for now, okay? i got to give you, you're going to have to fill in the blanks later. It'll all make sense, trust me. Um, I want to talk to veterans. I want to get their stories. I want to have a good time. Part of this, and, uh, and I think it's going to uh, motivate veterans, hopefully, motivate people in general, young people, hopefully. And, and I'll get into more of all that as well. But uh, it's, it's a huge opportunity. It really is uh, all around. But um, part of it is strategic in that, you know, news and politics, I, I'm, I, I can't go anywhere. I, can, I mean, the Lloyd Austin stuff, it's funny. Nobody bit on the Sean Hannity. I guess, what do we got, a bunch of Sean Hannity fans listening? Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> um, but everybody loved the Lloyd Oh. I'm like, oh boy, did I go too far? I'm, I'm like afraid to listen. Then I don't know if I mentioned this. I don't know when this came up. They said that, oh, the reason they didn't didn't tell anybody is because there's prostate cancer, and you know, men can be ashamed of these things. <laughs> and men with vaginas, oh man, so I, I can't control myself. So now you know, now you know why I have to stick to this small podcast. And if they start regulating this, you know what? It may have to be like uh, InfoWars, and you just got to go right to the website. I'm prepared to do that. Someday they'll regulate that, too. It's part of what I want to talk about. That's already in the works. Anyway, part of it's strategic, projectchaos.org, new radio show that I'm hoping to syndicate. This podcast can't be syndicated, and maybe it shouldn't be. I don't know. I don't really care at this point. I'm so excited about where we're going. And to listen to veterans and 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 the, and to call these issues out that are relative to our constitution, and our government and our leadership, a lot of military people, veterans, military, that are not happy with the military leadership. And guess what? They're wetting their pants up there. That's probably why he didn't show up to work. He's worried about the private first class down there. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, the dirty little deeds that these people have been doing. And while they've taken advantage and filled their pockets as if people aren't noticing, well, people are noticing. People aren't happy about it. And as veterans, we're going to speak up. And I'm hoping this will provide a platform to do that. I'm going to keep going. This is all going to tie together, trust me. And and just one quick thing. I'm hoping to build a strong community. I want to get as many email addresses of veterans that I can communicate with and get on on the radio show. It'll be available by podcast, by the way. Sorry if I didn't mention that. I'm likely play the early ones here. Um, there's so much to do to get this off the ground. If you heard the stories already, you know this happened quickly. Anyway, back to where we're going. There's another part of this. The Constitution, certainly, the oath. And I want to talk about it. I want to have those conversations. I was talking to my brother Jared the other night. Yeah. Totally agree on our perspective. One of my alpha battery brothers. I guess we're the radical extremists. I say this all the way. I mean, radical because I'm going to defend. I say I believe in the Constitution. I believe in defending it. I'm going to talk about it, but today I'm going to read right from the Declaration of Independence. And you want to say, oh, the FBI and the government's going to enact laws, which I want to get into, that are going to make these things uh, crimes or somehow 
um, go after people that engage in these things, I say to you, good luck. Good luck with that. Um, you know, there's going to be a tipping point at some point, and I'm not the one to decide that. So don't blame me. I'm just the messenger. But this issue of just laws, the Constitution, our system, our laws, is liberals. I hear it a lot from liberals. What freedoms? Oof. We got a long way to go, don't we? And they're happy to take it away. And it's not just liberals. Some of them call themselves conservatives. So what obligation do we have as veterans to make sure that our just our system of justice our, and our system as a whole is preserved? We took an oath, right? What obligation do we have to defend that kind of thing? Uh, how would we if we do if we say we do? I'm not an advocate of violence. Why would we want a civil war to destroy our own country? We just need to get the the idiots out of these positions that are that are destroying things. And the simple way to do that is defund it and shut it down. It's not complicated. And if it can't be shut down by economic means, then you shut it down by practical means. I'm just not an advocate for violence. And I know it's a, a huge condition. Don't get me wrong. I didn't say I was a pacifist. I'm not. When it comes to defense, eh, all bets are off. <laughs> Sorry. Then the game changes. <laughs> I guess everybody should know. Well, here's the rules rules of the game. Anyway, you know, the idea of having this discussion is to avoid going in that direction. But I think the, the discussions need to be had. Now, I want to say something else before I get into the meat of this. Maybe you don't agree with me. Maybe you think I'm nuts. I don't care. Who am I? I don't, you know, I'm not a constitutional lawyer. I'm not the uh, judge advocate general or whatever. I'm not the spokesperson for the Department of Defense. I'm none of these things. I'm not a framer of the Constitution, founding. I, nothing. I'm just a guy with a podcast. Happens to be a veteran. So what? So what? Well, if you don't believe me, let me tell you this little story. Call Sign Chaos, General Mad Dog Mattis, his book. Latest book. I think he's written several. Really a well-read guy. Great book. I'm not a bootlicker, so I'm not sitting here going rah-rah Mattis. Uh, but I seem to be a good general. I think I could tell you the unraveling with him and Trump. But let me just tell you why I brought it up. He talks about this very issue of just laws and the importance of having just systems. What am I talking about? Where people have rights that we all defend and agree on, and and look at what's happening here today. But anyway, he talks about it, and he, and he makes the argument that our government engaged in many wars for that very purpose, to make sure that there was just systems and just the laws. Now, for one thing, that's a lie, and he had to know it. You know, look at the uh, Guatemala, the Banana Republic, and many other places. Are you telling me Libya? What just laws? Maybe maybe I have him on the on the radio show. I would love to, and that's the kind of hard hitting stuff I would hit him with. General, the book is phenomenal. I would go on and on about it. But let me ask you about this part. And how could you not know? You say this claim that you know we're. I, mean, I have to go back through the book, by the way. I don't. I didn't bring this up to hurl insults at the good general. My main point was, if you don't believe me. Listen to what he has to say about just laws and our, our, our military's role in that. Hmm. I find it fascinating because that's not part of the oath. We go to other places, but that's his bold perspective. 
And I'm no general or spokesperson, but he has a little different credentials. So let me, with that as a backdrop, one more thing real quick as a backdrop. So the need for just the laws, that's my point. And how far are we going to go to defend that, basically? What does it mean, even? One more thing as a backdrop. And what's veterans' role in that? Um, But one more thing real quick. You've heard me talk about it before. Gulag Archipelago. It won a, a, I don't know, Pulitzer or something. What does that even mean anymore? But uh, I think back then it did. But anyway, this guy was in the Gulag in Russia. And he talks about the Bolshevik Revolution and what happened under Stalin and the vicious attacks by the government and how they went after people, many of them veterans, by the way, coming out of World War II that had fought and defended Russia and then were were run up on charges, much like we see happening today here. I'm going to share with you some of this exact language in in this legislation that's moving through Congress and you tell me I'm wrong. And then tell me how important these discussions are. All right? That's my backdrop. Stalin using these laws. This I'll give you a true story just to be more specific. I think the guy in the story, you could go read it yourself, Gulag Archipelago. It's a huge, but you don't even need to read the whole thing. Read read a chapter. I beg you. Maybe I, maybe I, I don't have to get permission to read a chapter. But anyway, I think this guy's crime was that he wrote a letter to somebody um, making a joke about Stalin, you know, it was negative, you know, you know the boobus Stalin or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that, if he's guilty of that, where's where that going to leave me? I don't know. Good luck, I say. <laughs> you say, not in America. Where do I tell you what's going on? So this guy, for doing that, he was spent like 10 years in this gulag, in this crazy polar prison camp. I wouldn't trust Putin at all. Some of that stuff he's bringing back, by the way. So this is the Restrict Act. This has not been adopted. So I say moving through Congress. I don't know if it'll make it through. But basically the Restrict Act. Let me uh, put my glasses on. This I have to read to you. The Restrict Act, the restricting an emergent, the restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology act. In other words, it's the, it would be a law governing the Internet, which is very little right now, I believe. Could be wrong about that. Specifically, this would be to ban TikTok. And, uh, but it goes much deeper. Uh, it shall be online. And here's some of the specific things in this. This has not been adopted law. And it shall be unlawful for a person to violate this act. Specific acts include no person may engage in any conduct prohibited by or contrary to or refrain from engaging in any conduct required by any regulation, order, direction, mitigation measure, prohibition, or other authorization or directive issued under this act. What? No person may solicit or attempt the violation of any regulation. No person may conspire, act in concert with one or more other person. You should listen to how broad this is. 
I don't even really know what the specific violations are. And this is where these government departments will interpret that. They say, no, 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 Chris, it's not for you. It's for TikTok. I don't believe it. What are the penalties? Civil, million dollars. Criminal, forfeiture of all property. So as I read it, this type of law could allow the government to come in here to my home, confiscate my home, and shut down the podcast under that law. And I don't believe that that's that much of a stretch. Would it happen immediately? Probably not. Okay, so that's one little thing, silencing people online. And I have mixed feelings about it, by the way. I really do. Uh, Just like you don't have the ability to just fire up your own radio station. you got to go through the FCC. They don't just let you blast that stuff out unrestricted because there's a, a, a health, a public health aspect to that. There really is. And I think we're, we're seeing that as a result of, of social media. It has done us no good. I have mixed feelings on it. I, you know, that type of law that we just heard scares the heck out of me. Um, and then you get into the podcast arena. And of course, I, my feelings are even more convoluted. It's like, well, don't you dare. Don't you dare. But then again, if it's being put out publicly, so to speak, a little different with podcasts, a little different, but it's still very much unre- unregulated and uh, and left un- up to the hosts, I guess, more or less. And I don't know how much really uh, listening, I don't know how far you could go with podcast content. I don't know that it's regulated as, as social media. I really don't. And part of the reason I, I say all this is that, um, and you say, well, what about the First Amendment? Well, it, it doesn't say that uh, you can't communicate. You can't speak with your mouth or write on paper and send it or, or do as you may, I guess, as long as that, that's legal. I don't think the First Amendment has been construed that you can broadcast freely and, and without any restriction. And that includes even in person. For example, you could not go out in front of my house with a megaphone and start screaming and carry on. It's a violation of our noise ordinance. I would call the police and uh, have you uh, either stop or they would arrest you more than likely if you kept at it. And these laws are absolutely just the laws. Absolutely. Um, that law, though, that I just shared with you, I don't know that it's limited to the Internet. And when you look at the broad sweeping nature of it, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. Maybe they need something more like the, um, you know, federal communications, uh, whatever it is, FCC, I think. Anyway, I don't know why I went on so much about that. It sounds very dangerous the way they have that worded. You know who they're going to censor even more, conservative voices. They'll use AI to do it. They already are. And it would just shut down the, uh, the fringe element, the Newsmax, the Christopher Scott shows. Put pressure on the Joe Rogans, the Twitters. Who knows? But it hasn't been adopted yet. That's good, I guess. But now listen to this. And this is on Vice. You know, it's not like it's coming out on the New York Post or something like that. But this, um, Democrats propose a bill to neuter militias. Their words. The preventing 
Private Paramilitary Activity Act would effectively limit most militia activity. Militias who like to spend their weekends training to overthrow the government could find themselves running afoul of federal law under new legislation being proposed in the House and Senate Thursday that seeks to curtail curtail paramilitary activity. They're really nervous about this, aren't they? It wouldn't take many. Being proposed uh, by Raskin and Markley, Democrats. The The legislation would prohibit publicly patrolling, drilling, or engaging in harmful or deadly paramilitary activities, interfering with or interrupting government proceedings, interfering with someone else exercising their constitutional rights, falsely assuming the role of law enforcement, and training to engage in such behavior. The lawmakers proposed different tiers of criminal penalties depending on whether violations result in injury or property damage. The bill would establish harsher penalties for repeat offenders and probationary sentences for first-time offenders. This goes on and on and on. Private paramilitary actors such as the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers pose a serious threat to democracy and the rule of law, Senator Markey said in a statement. We must create new prohibitions on their unauthorized activities that interfere with the exercise of people's constitutional rights The forces of bigotry, hatred, and violent extremism must be stopped for the sake of our democracy. Wow, 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 they're going to shut down Whitey, really? Well, let me ask you a couple of questions. Militaries, um, where where was I going here? I went too far. Uh, The legislation would prohibit the patrolling, drilling, or engaging in deadly, harmful paramilitary activities. Okay, that's that's Proud Boys and whatnot. But then there's this one, interfering with or interrupting government proceedings. What about these Islamists that have been doing it? What about Black Lives Matter doing it? Oh, and then there's this one, and I wonder if they'll backdate this, Uh, interfering with someone else exercising their constitutional rights. You mean the way that the government interfered with our First Amendment rights by censoring conservative voices on Facebook and Twitter and promoting lies? There were, there were even uh, our, our intelligence agencies were involved in. Are you going to round up all those all those politicians and those uh, government people? Are you going to uh, charge them? Hmm? Training and to engage in such behavior? They've got a whole playbook. I think you might have just roped Obama into it, for God's sake. Let me tell you my perspective on this a second, okay? No, it's not my perspective. It's actually written by a whole different um, group of people, okay? And when I begin this, I think that um, you might relate to what I'm saying. It might bring back some memories. It starts with this. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, 
that among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whatever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter, to abolish it, and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Who do they think they are? So... And here's the bottom line. I'm going to leave you with this. I'm not going to yammer on forever. It's Friday, uh, Thursday here, but Friday effectively. And I got a lot to do, believe it or not. I got a friend visiting from out of town. I've got a radio show to get ready for. I've got archery practice I need to get in. I'll let you decide how you want to let all this roll out. Got an election coming up, a border wide open. People just going to sit back? You just sit back and be quiet. Really? Don't you say a word. You better not talk to anybody else about it. That's conspiring. Well, put me first on the list. I may as well just get that out of the way. <laughs> you know, and here's the, the decision that people are going to make. I continue to say it. You're either going to acquiesce or not. I guess in that regard, I'll leave you with this little bit of hope. New Jersey, I think Illinois, the most recent, and others, where they've enacted illegal gun laws that have effectively, in some cases, made millions of law-abiding gun owners felons, and in some cases, probably unknowingly. How many gun owners, is every gun owner out there staying on top of the most recent laws? Somebody gifted a gun they don't even know. Well, now they may be a felon, but millions of them have not complied, and I think in in every case, nobody has complied. I don't know. I could be wrong about that, and it could be very sinister in the same way. Like I said, there's a tipping point. I don't know. You're going to make laws that to, to, to anti-militia. I'd say we better we better bring up the militia quickly. That's my conclusion on that one. God willing. If everything comes together, I'll be back on Monday. There's a small chance I won't. There's a small chance I could miss two days next week as I'm thinking about this if I get really bogged down or something, all right? So don't freak out. I'm planning on getting an email out. Uh, if you haven't already, sign up for my email list at, uh, at ChristopherScottShow.com. I thank you for everybody who signed up. You know, it's funny that... Um, there hasn't been a lot of activity with the podcast. I had no idea when I came back over the new year. Thank you, everybody. You're signing up, and people are emailing me, and it's just the energy is fantastic. If you know any veterans um, that might want to be a guest on my radio show, keep in mind, um, I don't know how quickly I'm going to get to everybody. All right, It's going to be a weekly show, and um, just I don't know how fast, but I would like to get the list growing. You know what I'm saying? And I want to get the word out about ProjectChaos.org. We'll have a new podcast there, Project Chaos. It'll be interviews with veterans, veteran perspective, war stories sometimes, shenanigans stories. You don't have to just hear my shenanigans stories. 
always good shenanigans stories from Marines. Lots of other great stories. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be good for veterans. It's going to be good for America. The message that we have to share. I think when you start hearing from from these men and women firsthand, you're going to get an idea that the principles that, at least from the time that I served, some of the finest men on the planet, they're still around. They're still around. And I think that we have an opportunity right now to, by sharing our stories and the way we think, that we can share that out there on the airways. I think it's going to motivate other people. I think it's going to inspire the country. That's what I hope, God willing, at least a couple of people. You know what I'm saying? We can't give up. There's nothing else. What are you going to do? We've got to preserve this country. We absolutely have to do it. If not us, then who? God willing, I'll be back on Monday if I don't see it. Don't worry, I'll be in touch. I start to say I'm going to get an email out or something like that. I'll see. I'll be in touch. I'll see you when I see you. Make it a great day.